You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Well, don't you miss split college football titles? Oh, whatever happened to UPI? Whatever happened to UPI? United Press International. Does Ross remember? Why won't anybody let UPI decide this? Holy cow. On the line is Odyssey NFL insider Ross Tucker. Insider calls are brought to you by Old Spice. Men have skin, too. And by Northwest Bank for what's next. Happy New Year, Ross. Yeah, Happy New Year to you guys. And, yeah, I mean, split national titles. Just terrible. (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely. You know what really is crazy to hear them talk about that? In 94, you guys know I live in central Pennsylvania and I actually grew up with Penn State season tickets. 94, Penn State was undefeated. They killed everybody. They destroyed Oregon in the Rose Bowl. And somehow they didn't get a split national championship. Like they just gave it to Nebraska that year because it was Tom Osborne's first national title ever. I don't know why they didn't split it that year. But they split it the Washington year they just talked about. Yep. They split the Michigan year you just talked about. But an undefeated Penn State team that smashed everybody, Ohio State, Michigan, everybody, and won the Rose Bowl by 20 points, they don't get a split? Like, how, how did that happen? I don't know. I think maybe splitting it just right now. Let's, let's not have the game. Michigan and Washington both are comfortable with the splits. They have experience with them. Maybe we just uh, <laughs> just shut it down. You know what's amazing? It is amazing to me. I'm really impressed that both those teams have been undefeated the whole year. You know, you kind of think that, like, a team that had a loss like Texas or Alabama, that they're going to be – you know, I thought one of them would win, right? But it's pretty cool that the two teams have stayed undefeated the whole time. We're able to get it done yesterday, and they play into them, and they're clearly the two most deserving teams. Agree. Well, Ross, here we are, Bills-Dolphins Sunday night for the AFC East. It's been a ride uh, this year. It's it's maybe appropriate, given that the Bills have gotten back up and are you know right on the cusp of a great situation in the playoffs, that they're doing it, well, this is at least my opinion, without looking that good offensively. Like, their passing game has kind of disappeared here, Ross, and I never would have thought this run would have been possible without, like, Josh Allen putting up even, like, I don't know, average numbers. Yeah, I have two important questions that are barely related to that question or statement you just made. Mm -hmm. Um, The first one is, because i got to know this, what is the percentage chance that the Bills make the playoffs if they lose this game. So I, I know if they win that they're – if they mm-hmm. win, are they de- – I know if they win, they're definitely AFC's chance. And, they're, they the, and they're the, the two. two seed? Yes. Okay. Yes. Nothing so then can... what about if they lose? Because I found out today the Houston Indy winner is in, which I didn't realize, no matter what. 
and then the Jags might win the AFC South. So there's one more spot. Like what? What is? What are the Bills' chances if they lose? Well, it's whatever you think of the chances of having Pittsburgh and Jacksonville both win, because that's it. Assuming Colts Texans is not a tie game. So okay, if okay, so the Bills are in if either the if they lose if either the Jags or Steelers lose. Right, correct. And the Steelers or there's a tie in that Indy Texans game. And the Steelers play Saturday in Baltimore, so they could know Saturday. And if if this happens, like if if Baltimore wins, Jacksonville wins. Houston Indy isn't a tie, and the Bills lose in Miami. Ross, they'll go right back to Miami, two seven, because Houston and Indy would pass them, with the winner of that game. Well, what's nuts to me is that if the Steelers win Saturday, you know the Bills will be waking up Sunday thinking, if we lose, we're out. Or there's a pretty good chance we're out, mm-hmm. and they were for like the third or fourth straight week the number three ranked team in the Ross Tucker football podcast power ranking. <laughs> they're the number they're like, the number the three ranked team in the Super Bowl odds. Ross, they're they're, they're the like, third like, choice. Like, when's the last time a team third in the esteemed Ross Tucker football <laughs> podcast power rankings didn't make the playoffs? Like, that seems impossible with fourteen teams making the playoffs. Um, seems like it'd be a split national championship type of thing. <laughs> My other question is in case the Bills do win, which hopefully they do, and you guys are hosting a playoff game, have you guys gotten any snow up there recently? No. It's supposed to start tomorrow. Yeah. It is? Yeah. Okay, good. Good, yeah. good, good. But no is the I'm answer. I'm already planning. If, I, if, if, if I'm calling that game nationally for Western 1, I'm already planning my, my Holiday weekend. Valley. Holiday Valley. <laughs> yeah, Holiday Valley on the way up. That might be my first ski session of the year. Well, so we'll yeah. see. I hope I hope you get some. I I have some friends that were down there on the New Year's weekend, and like they're you know they made some snow and you could ski, but there was a lot of grass. <laughs> yeah, no, grass. I no, they need to get some snow these next yeah. couple of weeks. They Ro- will. Ross, if that'll come through for me. If the Bills lose to this Miami team, with how suspect it is in any kind of good competition. With all their injuries, they're not going to be third in your rankings anymore. No, that's fair. Uh, you're right. Especially with the injuries that the Dolphins have suffered. I mean, that's rough, man. Jalen Phillips and Bradley Chubb, both of your edge rushers, Is they it... don't want to be a heavy blitz team with Vic Fangio. You know, they like everybody, they want to try to get there with straight rush. So that that's tough. It sounds like they'll get Mostert back. He absolutely makes a difference. I saw this stat. It's actually incredible at his age. I saw this stat prepping for the Bears-Falcons game. I called on Sunday for CBS, but he is the fastest running back in the NFL on average miles per hour per carry. He, he His average is like 13.85. There's only two guys in the league above 13 miles an hour on average. And he's almost at 14. The other one's Bajan Robinson, the rookie for the mm. Falcons. And then he also, he hits the line of scrimmage at close to 12 miles an hour, which is, I mean, he, to, to generate that much speed in like five yards or whatever it is, that is really impressive. And I think, again, he and Robinson are the only two that are above 11. So most of it makes a difference. And uh, if he's healthy and playing, they're going to try to ride him, I would imagine, and, 
sounds like Tyree Kill's healthy as well. And you're right, Mike. It's um, pretty pretty surprising. I guess on some level, I would say impressive that the Bills have won these games the way they have without Josh having to play like that. Like, that's okay. You know, I mean, nobody really cares. Just make sure you win the game. And it's pretty impressive that they've been finding ways to win without that. Now, to have that many turnovers for the Patriots and still only be up, what was it, 20 to 14 at halftime? Probably a little concerning, though, too. Yeah. You know, we we will probably spend a decent amount of time this week, and it's already come up yesterday and today, um, wondering about Miami with their injuries. They're locked in to the playoffs. They're playing for the same thing the Bills are playing for, the the, the two and home games and the, the division title. If the Bills wake up Sunday morning and the Steelers have lost and they're guaranteed a spot and Miami's guaranteed a spot, how do the players feel about it? Like, we, I try to figure out what the organizations, what the coach is going to want to do. Do they want to go higher? Do they want to go for it? Do they want to rest? Um, how, how do you think – how do players feel about it, Ross? Yeah, I, I think that they desperately want to win a championship. And I know that, you know, the goal is the Super Bowl, but winning the AFC East title, like that, that means something. And then also, I mean, these guys aren't dumb. They, they know – three straight road playoff games is not is not easy. That's a big-time uphill task. Whereas you get the two seed, when you get two home playoff games before you likely go to Baltimore, then that, that sounds a lot better. So, uh, and plus it's the Sunday night game. It's the showcase game. I mean, I would imagine both coaches will pull out all the stops to win the game, regardless of the – you know, if they're both already in. And I would think the players would feel the same way. With- now, the, the thing that you said that's interesting is that if we know when the game kicks off that if the Bills lose, they're the seventh seed and they play the Dolphins again yeah. the very next week, that's a, that's a really unique set of circumstances. I don't think it will affect – you know what they would do in any way, but that is uh, that is interesting. Ross Tucker with us. Insider calls brought to you by Old Spice Gentlemen's Blend Body Wash, providing exfoliation plus twenty four seven moisturization because men have skin too. Ross, quickly on Miami and Bradley Chubb's injury. What are your thoughts on a player of that caliber being injured so late in a blowout? It seems really easy to criticize it, and maybe it's right to, but somebody's got to play, and I wonder just how how uh, lines should be drawn when it comes to stars and starters and blowouts. Well, that's a great question, and I would say in general, I think NFL teams do a terrible job of monitoring that and handling that. You know, I mean, I'll go back a couple weeks ago, when the Bills smashed the Cowboys, what was Dak doing in at the end of the game? Yeah. I mean, can you imagine? Like, I always sit there and think, what if Dak Prescott got hurt right now and, like, was done for the year? Can you even imagine the level of criticism that Mike McCarthy and the Cowboys would have gotten when he was still playing late in that game up in Buffalo? It just doesn't make sense to me. I feel like... What I've noticed is 
because it happens more often at the college level, and maybe on some level because colleges have more players, that they're a lot, they're in a much better place when they get a lead. You know, they know they, they get the starters out of there. They put the next guys in. Now they're playing against, you know, Central Michigan or whatever, right? Whatever mm-hmm. the powerhouse school is playing against the Mac school. No offense to the UB folks. But, you know, when they feel like they have a big lead, I feel like that's an area of significant improvement for NFL teams is to understand the situation. And I know somebody has to play, Mike, but, you know, they probably had four or five DNs up for the game. Mm-hmm. And he didn't need to be in there at that point in the game. It is tough, though, because you want to keep rotating your guys, right? And also, there's a little bit of a strange situation there when it's like, okay, you're good. You're really good, so you can sit out. You're just kind of good, so you need to keep playing. You know, it's a little bit of a <laughs> yeah, yeah. of a unique situation. I mean, I never – I was the guy that, like, had to play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? You were like, never valuable enough. Right? Although, <laughs> right. although I remember one time – this is a true story. It was back when the first – back when the first cut – would take you down to 65. Remember that? Yep. 80-man 80, 80 training camp roster. First cut takes you down to 65. So we go down to 65, and then you still have to play one more preseason game. And I no idea why they did that, but one of the rookie old linemen, I was in Washington 2002 with Steve Spurrier, and one of the rookie linemen got hurt and I was kind of starting. It was only my second year. I'm 23. I was kind of starting. But the other guy that was starting was a guy named Kip Vickers. It was like his 10th year, you know. And the guy goes down. And Kip and I kind of look at each other. <laughs> and the uh, O-line coach comes over. And he's like, Kip, get out there. And Kip kind of looks at me like, man, I'm 32 years old. Like, I'm stiff now. And I just kind of like looked the other way or shrugged, you know, because (laughs) it it was like we weren't sure who they felt higher on or who was a higher priority, but we found out right there in that moment that they they were a lot. They they were they were they were they didn't want me to get hurt, and they were okay if Kip Vickers did. Yeah, and uh, I felt a little bit bad, but not really. That's tough. That's a tough moment. Yeah, I'm back to asking you about the players' perspective. Would guys on the Dolphins? be pissed at McDaniel for leaving Chubb in there? Um, I think in hindsight, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, in the moment, they probably weren't thinking about it like that. Right. But then after it happened, because what happens now is social media, these guys all right after the game get on their phones and they see all the people saying, how stupid is it that Chubb was out there? How stupid is it? It's so dumb. And then they got text messages from their buddies and their relatives mm-hmm. saying, why would McDaniel have? So, like, I've talked to coaches about this. It's a lot to overcome. You know, I mean, these guys are in their 20s. They've grown up with social media being all they know. I mean, there's guys that check it at halftime, you know, and, and especially right after the game. It's the first thing a lot of guys do. They look and see what people are saying about them <laughs> or about the team. And, you know, I'm sure everybody was killing McDaniel for having Chubb out there. 
And so it's really hard to uh, – I mean, the amount of time that these teams spend on trying to convince guys to block out the noise and to ignore social media, it's like mind-boggling. And uh, it's still not as effective as they want it to be. You know, I mean, these guys were brought up thinking that the social media majority, like that's the consensus. That's what people think. It's not exactly the same thing, but did you know, Ross, that Sean McDermott uh, would not put the score of the Dolphin game on the scoreboard at the stadium here? It's not the first time that's happened, but he didn't want his players to find out, to know how the Dolphins were doing. You know, what's interesting about that, we talk about it, I feel like, every time I'm on with you guys, but <laughs> we didn't hear a lot about in 4 when we were playing the Steelers in Week 17, the last game, we needed the Jets to lose. I think they played and late. I think they, they played were, late. They were a 4 o'clock game that day, Ross. Yeah, they were after you guys. No, I don't think so. All right. In fact, I know they weren't. Okay. I, I know they weren't. I'll tell you why. Okay. Because, number one, they weren't, like, showing our score. And then they weren't, like, showing the score. And then something happened in that game where whoever the Jets were playing – might have been the Rams. Rams. They, like, Rams. Yeah. They, they, they took the lead. You're right. You're and right. Like they, showed, they showed a video on the scoreboard or the score because Trey Teague and I looked at each other and smiled. And then the other thing is, and, and, and like gave each other a fist bump, whatever. The other thing is, I since found out, I guess the Jets lost that game. Correct. But I found out after the fact from Jonathan Vilma I don't remember the exact scenario, but our game finished before their game did. That's why we were that, mixed that, up. That's why we're mixed this, up. We, this we game, were doing post-game, and we saw the Jet game end, the, and I just, yeah. The Jet it. game went almost four hours. Yeah. Yeah, so our game ended before their game. They might have even gone to overtime. I they don't did. know. But our game ended before their game did because Vilma told me, I don't remember the exact situation, but – Herm Edwards knew that we had lost and that they were in the playoffs. And so whatever the situation was, he either went for two or he, he tried to win the game late or whatever, as opposed to sending it to overtime because he already knew they were in mm-hmm. and that we had lost. Because okay. I remember saying to Vilma, and you guys lost, we would have been in. And he's like, yeah, but – we might not have lost. We would have gone to overtime if you guys hadn't lost because Herm Edwards would have just kicked the field goal as opposed to going for it. So all of which is to say, nobody cares about 2004 anymore, but <laughs> all of which is to say that they are aware of the score in the other games. And yeah. they do take it into consideration because Herm Edwards absolutely did in 2004. And so Vilma thinks that, Maybe they would have won the game if Herm Edwards had done something differently, knowing that they had to win. There was no scenario here Sunday that I could think of that would have affected the Bills' emotional or psychological state or their effort. Like, if the fans were allowed to know how the Dolphin game was going, they probably all had their phones out anyway. But, you know, I, I, would the, the Bills have, like, laid down or tried harder? Or just what was it supposed to do to their psyche if they found out that Baltimore was winning? They still needed to win. I don't know. It's just... Yeah, I, I, I don't know. You know what's funny? I remember my junior year of high school, 
1995, we needed to win and we needed this other team to lose. And our dads were in the stands listening to the other game on the radio. <laughs> and so as we're winning late, we look up in the stands. You know, they're not like announcing the score. It's 1995. But our dads all had, like, headphones on, and they're listening to the Holy Name Muhlenberg game and Holy Name's winning, and our dads are all, like, giving us, like, pumping their fists, and, like, you know, we knew by the end of our game that we had won the league championship. It was pretty, pretty funny that, like, in 95 that was happening. I love everything about this reminiscing here. The, the, the names of those two teams, the fact that you corrected me and us on that. I have for years since that happened thought that Ram Jet game was a four o'clock game, and like I, you know, I like that my memory in order. So I'm I'm glad to I'm glad to be corrected. On you know, they wouldn't even. I'm not sure this goes back that far, but the league makes sure or tries to that teams who are connected in the stakes play at the same time too. Like oh no, they definitely do that now because there's more. Week 18, there's there's way more 4:25 p.m. games than there ever was as any other week. Right. When the, there's when no the, question. They they try to have them all, and usually the one o'clock slate in week 18 is garbage. It's like the, it's like most of the teams that are either resting guys or they don't have any. You know, they're already out of it, and then they put all the teams that you know are still in the mix together at 4:25. Um, so that none of them know ahead of time kind of what's happened. Right. Yeah. So that's a big conversation. This week. Yeah. That's a big conversation in Philadelphia. You know, the Cowboys are unlikely to lose the commanders. And that'd be the difference between the two seed and the five seed for the Eagles. So it's like, should the Eagles play all their guys against the giants? Should they not? It's, um, which, you know, you only really look stupid. if like Jalen Hurts is in street clothes and Dak throws three picks, and the commanders are up by 10. And it's like, what? You didn't play, you didn't play your guys. You could have been the two seed and said you're going to be the five, which is yeah. obviously a world of difference. You'd never recover from that. Uh, the year the Bills broke their playoff drought, same thing. 425 games, or 405 games at least. Bills-Dolphins like this, and uh, Ravens-Bengals that year. Ross, we're out of time pretty much. I just want to tell you, I couldn't agree more with you about what happened to the Lions. I mean, everybody is like ganging up here on the refs, and you can always do that. It's it's it is a mistake that was made, but like it's it's going a little too far. You run that risk of confusing the referee, I guess, and that's what happened. Well, so so two two quick thoughts on that, and obviously I posted to social media at Ross Tucker NFL, and I wrote about it for my column for the thirty third team. But number one, it says a lot about you whether you're always looking to blame others or whether you acknowledge potential personal accountability in situations like this, right? So do I think that maybe Brad Allen just assumed it was number 70 again, the ref? Yeah, I mean, maybe. But the Lions have some accountability and responsibility here for sending three guys over them. I mean, I reported as an eligible receiver a lot, like every field goal and extra point, a bunch of goal line short yardage plays. So I know the process and, you know, the Lions, I think, assumed some risk there by trying to dupe him. And you're right, Mike, the one thing that does better than anything on social media and the only thing that every fan agrees with is when you rip the refs. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, it's unbelievable. They're such an easy target. Everybody just likes to say, 
because we don't know them. They're not the team. They're just some guy. And it's like, oh, the refs, the refs, the refs. Well, but they're not trying to get it wrong. So maybe not make it so hard for them. Right on. Happy New Year, Ross. Thanks for your time. And uh, good luck in week 18. Up next, the playoffs. Hopefully. Sounds great. See you guys. All right, that was uh, Odyssey NFL insider Ross Tucker. Insider calls are presented by BetQL. Uh, hold on. Did I just read the wrong thing? I got it if you need me. I got Go it. ahead, please. I, I'm, In, I'm, I'm botching. Insider calls are brought to you by Old Spice in this case. Men have skin, too, and by Northwest Bank for what's next. Boom. What there you happened go. there? I just, I just fixed all that. BetQL had no... This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news... You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Roll in this one. No, very This time they, they yeah. were not a part of it. Thank you for having oh, my back there. Of course, of course. Uh, are the Bills going to do this? 803-0550 is the number. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog back after sports on WGR. Well, I think it's really just about our players continuing to grow every week. Our coaches have done a phenomenal job of you know, working on things with them, developing players at the individual level and then at the, at the unit level as well. And I really believe that the players have taken on that challenge head on and they've come together and formed an identity as a football team. Love that word, identity. You know, I've tried to make this point on Twitter and I don't know if it worked, but something like, if identity, which is constantly thrown around in football, of course, meant anything, maybe teams wouldn't try so hard to try to trick you into what think you you know you think it really is, right? Like, if 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 you're this, I'm gonna play you like I'm expecting you to be this. But oh, guess what they thought of? They're gonna be that this week. Their identity was this, but this week they're gonna be that because you're expecting this. What is the Bills' identity? 
Can you like define it? How would you even define it? Right. Josh Allen is a rock star, will the beast, untamed animal. That that, that that's it. That's Who has right. gone quiet and they're winning anyway? Right. <laughs> although he's although he, he still there there were some moments on Sunday. I mean, <laughs> there was there was a successful lateral that probably was not any more well advised than the one Eek. that didn't work. Eek. Right. Like like what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? Um, so laterals are a great play every time, but once, and then you just question everything. Right. Uh, I don't get no use for identity. I, I don't care. Like that, I think that's who they are. Like they're, they're still, I mean, I, you know, and I get them trying to change that to some extent. I mean, you, I mean, plenty of us, I, I me included have complained about, you know, their offense being go do something incredible. 17, like just go, just go do it. Um, you want to be different than that i think so i get them wanting to to change but i i got i don't know man <laughs> I, I still think like they need that guy you said it all along if they, if if, they, if their passing game isn't explosive someone who's is is going to win the super bowl like that's probably what's going to happen although this year is taking a chunk out of that that's right you know i mean it, it's a little hard it's harder it sounded better a year or two ago i think than it does now <laughs> Yeah, but I still feel like that is, you know, I still feel like it's likely that that is going to be the case. Well, it's really what was their identity when it comes to offense, at least, because it isn't in the last month and they're winning. So what does that mean that they're winning this way? Are they a running team? They're playing like they want to be. They're they're run heavy. They're not great at it. They've never really been great at it, but they're doing it. Um, takeaways can't be your identity. There's too much luck in it. It was Denver's identity until week 10, and they fell apart because they couldn't get the takeaways anymore. Who you're playing and bounces. I don't know. What is it? Do they try hard? I think most teams try hard. I don't mean that disparagingly. I assume that they try hard. But, uh, yeah, I just, what does it actually mean? Sometimes it's easy in sports. You know, the Sabres last year, go, go, go. The Sabres this year, I don't, I don't know. They didn't like that anymore or something. No, it's just nothing. Is, is good. All right, identity, one of those useless buzzwords. Robert is next. Hi, Robert. Uh, Mike, I would like to thank you for making a big change in my life. Two years ago, you made this ridiculous comment to the Bulldog that you don't eat dessert, and he was blown away. <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember this. You were talking about going to some party or something. Bulldog says, oh, you're going to have to get the dessert, and you pull off with, I don't eat dessert, and I eat way too much dessert, and since you said that, I have not had a dessert. Is that right? So I want to thank you for that. I'm sorry, Mike. What is is Robert? Robert, are you 100% sure you're not confusing him with me and me with him? Because that sounds very much like something. I don't eat dessert. Shope said he doesn't eat dessert. Wow. I will sometimes, but it's kind of rare. <laughs> I've never had a good. I remember that conversation. I've never had a good cookie. Right. My thing not, is, yeah. is, I've never had a good cookie. Okay. I'm not trying to take credit from Mike uh, having this life-changing <laughs> impact on you, Robert. At all, I just, I, I'm sitting here thinking that definitely sounds like something I would say because I don't. I'm not a big dessert. I'm not a big dessert guy. Well, I, like apple, and, I like apple stuff and ice cream, the vanilla ice cream. That's it. And a very quick one for Bulldog being a hockey guy. I was coaching in a hockey tournament, and the other team pulled their goalie in the final thing of a tournament, and we had to pull our goalie because we needed to score a goal more than they needed to score a goal. 
So both teams pulled their goalie, and the parents wanted to kill me after the game. <laughs> and just one other little thing, you know, about that crazy Detroit thing, um, Dan Campbell kind of getting what he deserved. I, belie- I, I, I kind of agree with the consensus. But what coach doesn't kick the point after they get down to the seven-yard line? Like after they got pushed back, how do you not kick the extra point? I, I, I see that. Thank you, Robert. But it's often said how it's easier to score from a little bit more distance. They weren't tush pushing from the two. They weren't, you right. know, going heavy from the two. That's not really Detroit. So I doubt their odds were really that much different. It probably varies team to team. And it's a longer kick, too. 38 yards, you know, it's not a gimme. I would have kicked it all day. To me, Campbell Campbell felt like me, like, chasing it on FanDuel. <laughs> mm. like, like when he would have oh, oh, I just missed on this NBA parlay. Well, there's still games going on. <laughs> I just, dude, yeah, kick your point. <laughs> Well, it was costly. They'd be the two seed right now because the Eagles lost, but um, they're not. Matt is next. Hi, Matt. Hey, guys. Um, You know, the past year and a half with the offense kind of being up and down so often, um, seems almost sometimes week to week, uh, it kind of got me wondering if maybe the Dayball-style offense has kind of peaked here. Um, Because, like, in 2020, they were unstoppable. Um, and just basically blowing the doors off people. And ever since then, it almost seems like it's been kind of diminishing returns. I don't know. I know part of it's probably because we had John Brown, who's a, a big field stretcher and could, you know, uh, stretch the field vertically, where now we don't really have that. So, you know, defense can compress us a little bit, uh, make some, you know, throws a little bit tighter window. But it just seems like everything now is so much more of a struggle than what it used to be. Um and it's almost like the defense has caught up, and now we're no longer, you know, able to execute things to the degree that we were able to uh, prior. Okay. Well, we can analyze that. Last four years, starting in 2020, the Bills ranked in yards, second, fifth, second, and now fifth. In points, second, third, second, and now sixth. Looks like a slight decline in terms of ranking. It's harder to score. That was the year where there were no fans at games. And offenses killed it. They were dominant on a lot of teams. It's definitely different league-wide since then. I I think, I'm not sure how to go back to to 2020. I mean, they've had many great days since then. Uh, Even the the first month of this year, like week four. Like, they've had great games. But now they have chosen to lean on their running back. And it's very different. What they are is what they want to be. They are winning games, so I'm sure that's being reinforced. And it is just a new phase in their offense from even earlier this year. And I don't know. Like, this would never have been my idea. Uh, but they're getting there. Their their defense is, is been has been fine, if not better than fine. And they're in a spot. Now they have a chance to, to make a run. I think a big, you know, well, a big part, certainly it could be a big part of the reason that the change has happened is that, I mean, yeah, you, you come out in 20 and 21 and it's, you know, it's new and like, oh my God, look at this quarterback. And eventually, you know, teams are going to figure out what you do best, what you like to do, what your tendencies are. 
and then it's you know it's there's your punch and now it's a counter punch and now you got to come up with a counter punch of your own and i think we've been sort of watching that unfold over the last season and a half like the caller says and they've landed on on this as an alternative for now um i don't know i i still think you're going to need to get back to it at some point here uh if you're really going to get there um i hope they can <laughs> i hope they remember how to do it um but you know, I think teams are part of the reason you would adjust or change is because what you're doing has been caught up to. It's also what you're capable of. And right now in their passing game, I wonder what they're capable of. Diggs has gone away as a horse, you know, like what is it again? Six out of seven games. He's not even to 50 yards. Like right. just what's that? And after Diggs, as we've talked about a billion times, Receiver core wise, there's nobody that's consistently. There's not John Brown or Beasley. Like there's not a there's not a good second reliable good second weapon. You want it to be Kincaid, but absolutely the thing about Kincaid that was feared when Knox came back has happened. Like Kincaid is not the same factor in games with Knox on the team. When he went away, Kincaid, you know, boom. Mm-hmm. Then Knox came back, and he's like one catch in two weeks. Right. So every time with this, I'm going back to now when Allen was a rookie and I would say, throw it all the time. I mean, let's see what he is. Go for it. Well, they didn't do that. And why didn't they do, they do that? Because they didn't think it would work like, in the present. What are we capable of? So no doubt part of this shift is the Bills own uncertainty about their their passing game and look at their their games. I mean, this game against New England they were, it was pretty terrible on, you know, through the air. Mm-hmm. Pretty yeah. terrible. And the, the pick didn't make sense. Doesn't he see the safety coming over? I mean, just so many things about it. He just looked, Allen looked confused and slow. And that's not great. So if they don't think they can, it's matchup dependent, but if they don't think they can throw the ball 40 times in a game, say, and win, they're not going to do it. But can these sort of what he had a pick six Sunday he got to 27 with short fields all day can you score 20 points in Miami and win can you score 20 points in Baltimore and win can't even Kansas City like I, I have my doubts but that's kind of like about where they're coming in without turnovers it's it's definitely where they're coming in is that not you got the big play in LA with Davis that uh, kind of saved them they're down 10 nothing when when that happens they hit that and that was uh that was huge early but still big so i don't know like that all of this is just about what's we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.
happened already, not about what will happen next. All right. Thank you, Matt. Let's take a break. Give us a call if you want. 803-0550 is the number. Mike Shope and the Bulldog, WGR. Welcome back. Happy New Year. Lines open at 803-0550. Bills Dolphins for the division Sunday night on WGR. And I believe the game is also televised. Um, just got to te- do it. Yeah. Do it. yeah. Modern times. Yep. Just got a text from Sneaky Joe. Mm-hmm. A screen grab of a text thread between Joe and myself in August. I don't know what I was doing carrying this, lugging these old texts around, but it's from August, and he (laughs) predicted that the Cleveland Browns would at least at some point this season be top two in reverse AFC power rankings. Really? It just happened today. We put the Browns at two. Good job, Joe. Good call. How How seriously are you inclined to take the Browns? It's a real challenge. <laughs> I just, I, uh, I, 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 I think they're just going to be good. Somebody's going to have to beat them. Like I, I don't think Flacco is going to just be turn into someone who's inept. And I mean, he might, you know, throw it to you too many times. That's right. Um, like that, that, that could, and then maybe that's how it, it, that's how you beat him. Is that you know, like he, he, you know, just makes a couple of mistakes because he's just been so. Oh, brazen <laughs> just like I'm, I'm just throwing it down throwing it <laughs> like here come air yards um <laughs> i i just can't i i can't take it all the way seriously uh but i, I think you're gonna have to beat them uh you know there's no there, it, it's it's enough weeks in a row here that i don't think it's fluky and they're winning big right that's always been for me like an important thing the the Bills in 2020 were winning big. In 21, they were blowouts. But they're not playing anybody. Still, blowouts. Even this year's Dolphins a little bit. There's credibility in that. If you beat the teams you're supposed to by a lot, whereas this Bills team this year has not been successful in that way. But Cleveland is scoring in the 30s. They are winning pretty easily. 400 yards of offense or more the last two weeks. With turnovers, you said it. And that's where Flacco can get you beat is just you know, bad decisions, but at Cincinnati this week, they don't need the game. They are locked in at five. They will play the AFC South winner, which is either Jacksonville, Houston, or or Indianapolis. It's still uh, up in the air. They just went to Houston and clobbered the Texans. Stroud didn't play, but they've just done that. And if they do that, wow, how this affects like round two, whether the bills are a six or a seven or the two, uh, you're the two, there's a decent chance you're, well, you could be playing Kansas City in the second round or Cleveland, right? I mean, depending on mm-hmm. what happens with the Chiefs, and there'd be Chiefs and the Dolphins. Say Miami wins and you get Miami at Baltimore, Cleveland at Buffalo in round two. And instead, if you're 6-7, you know, you're looking at uh, maybe even going to Cleveland at some point. So, I don't know, that's not a great, great idea. Great. No, uh, that, that's not something I dream about. No, that's not going there. <laughs> so. And that defense is still pretty real. Yeah, I wonder how Baltimore would look at it. Like, I think maybe for Baltimore, 
if I'm thinking about the Ravens, I would say my best path to the Super Bowl is if the Bills win the game Sunday night and maybe Miami knocks off a struggling Kansas City team and comes to Baltimore for the like they just played. Then you saw you saw how that mm-hmm. went. Uh, I, I'd take that a rematch with the Dolphins, and then I get Bills Browns or Bills Jaguars or somebody that winner in the AFC Championship. It's like that's the mm-hmm. smoothest for the Ravens. I don't want the Browns if I'm the Ravens. They, they've beaten Baltimore this year in Baltimore. Uh, I don't love that. That defense has been a problem, like you said. Yep, and they're you know, you want that smoke? That's history. Like you, Baltimore left Cleveland. Oh, wow! That's a revenge game. I mean, that's, Flacco. That's the, that's the ultimate revenge game. Flacco quarter against Jackson in the playoffs. Right. And the franchise history too. I'd put that game on TV. I think uh, in a prominent spot. In a prom, non-peacock, in a non-peacock situation, I would do that. Eight oh three oh five fifty to talk about the Bills, their chances, and the playoffs. Mike Shope and the Bulldog here, WGR. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.